Welcome to the Real Estate Hustle Podcast. My name is Andre Chin, broker owner, real estate investor, mega agent, and real estate coach. We're going to be tackling all things real estate, bringing you guests from all across North America, mega agents, mega teams, and we're going to be diving deep into their businesses to figure out how they got to where they are and how they consistently bring that hustle into their business every single day. Buckle up, our podcast starts now. All right, folks, we're here with Colin and Gary from the Not So Black and White Real Estate Podcast. This is Andre Chin with the Real Estate Hustle Podcast. We get our first co-host back and forth podcast for you guys. I'm really excited to chat with both of these individuals. Gary, you're doing the office stuff, the general manager in KW. Colin, you got your mega team, and I'm so excited to hear your story and how you guys got here. And luckily for you guys, I think these guys are going to put me in the hot seat as well, and we're going to go back and forth a little bit. So I'm super excited about today. Colin, Gary, welcome. Tell me, tell, tell our listeners a bit about yourselves, and uh, I, don't, I don't care who goes first. I, I think Colin is probably ready based on the setup here today. So Colin, maybe you start us off. How are things? All right. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Andre, for hosting us. Um, uh, truly appreciate it. Who am I? I'm, I'm a father, I'm a husband, I'm a leader to my team. Uh, I'm someone who's striving every day to be a better version of myself. Um, so that's who I am. Okay, okay. Gary, tell us a bit about yourself. That, um, that sounded really fancy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I'm uh, like Colin. I'm a father. Uh, I'm all about having fun. And uh, I am I've been a realtor for eight plus years. And that journey has led me to, you know, open new doors and new doors and new doors. And now I find myself uh, with the great opportunity to be a general manager of one of the brokerages here in the, in the Toronto area and um, leading that brokerage and, and, you know, raising my lid as those are, those are around me too. That's awesome. Colin, how long you been, you been doing this? Uh, six years now. Uh, yeah, just completed six years, a couple months ago. Right. Um, time went fast. That's a quick, that's uh, a quick six years. I mean, yeah, I, I remember, you know, when I first started this, started in the real estate industry, you know, people saying, yeah, I've been in the industry 10 years, 15 years. And I was like, Oh my God, gosh and you're still in it you're still doing this right <laughs> now here i am six years in and i'm loving every moment of it uh do i see myself being in the real estate industry within the next 20 years some aspect of it buying and selling homes not necessarily um well certainly not uh, however still being in the industry right Right. Now, now you both have, or Gary, I'm not sure if you still have your mega team, but you, you're both mega agents. You guys are doing massive, massive production. What are you seeing in the industry and, and how did you get to this point? I mean, was it just hard work? Was it hustle or are there, are there some secrets and tips you guys would be willing to share? No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no it's, and yes. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Um, I was answering your questions. Uh, you know, sometimes you mistake hug, hustle for just habit. Right. And, and, and I think, uh, you know, sometimes I say to myself, man, I, there are days where I wish I had Colin's hustle. And then I look at it differently. He'd be like, well, your, your habit is your hustle, right? And, and sometimes it's just 
putting a little bit more gas down, or your foot on that gas pedal a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. But uh, it, it does come down to hard work and hustle at the end of the day. And, and uh, uh, maybe, maybe that's my advice for this, this question is don't, don't mistake your habit for the hustle because your habit is what's pushing you forward, right? Wow. That's, that's the first, first I've ever heard that. And, and I wrote it down. Your habit is your hustle. That's, Good. that's a mic drop. I'm just dropping that right now. <laughs> like, we can shut down now. I mean, guys, yeah, you guys got the content. Now, now I have to follow that. Forget it. I'm out. It's going to be on. I, I, I peaked early. I'm signing off. All the best. I'll go listen to the podcast now. That's uh, incredible. Colin, share, share some of that with us. How'd you get uh, here? Um, I think the value of hard work is often overlooked. And I don't know if it's recently over the last couple of years, I think we've gotten to a point where no one wants to put in that work. No one wants to put in that hustle. No one wants to create that habit of, you know, I'm going to till this land until the future of my labors, I can see the fruits of my labors. Right. Um, so I think it's, it's almost a forgotten talent. And we also need to understand that hard work is a talent. Um, right. So how I got here in the business, um, Caribbean background, I knew and understand the value of hard work, right? And so the moment I got into real estate was, I'm going to just get at it. Right. And, and that's how I built a, a solid business, uh, built a team. Now we're rebuilding the team and, you know, have ebbs and flows, bumps in the road but we're taking this much farther and bigger and better. And I love that you said that, right? I mean, you know, I, I don't know necessarily that, that the background necessarily matters, but, but, but to a good point, right? I mean, Caribbean background, so, so a habit of hardworking individuals. And I know that everyone listening probably has someone in their family that they can point to and go, yeah, that's, that's the hustler. That's the guy that's doing the hard work, but you guys got to be seeing, I mean, the industry's changing. We're hearing about it all the time and we get, we're seeing the age group come down and down and down. And I'm sure you're seeing it in your area as well, where when I started in the industry, I think the average age of realtors was like 62. I remember being in my twenties, just thinking this is insane. <laughs> I'm in my late twenties and I'm learning from a 62 year old and he's telling me everything I think is creative, get rid of it. You need models, you need systems, you need this, you need that. And now we're seeing this, this mass, in droves of youth coming into the industry what are you what are you telling them how are you coaching them gary specifically to you on this one because you're you're probably dealing with a lot of these people on a day-to-day -day basis how are you getting them started and, and what are you teaching new realtors to get their business going the the systems and models will never go away although the 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 actions that we are doing within those systems and models that's what's changing i think that's what you alluded to there andre whether you know ob the obvious thing is social media but just you know how are people interacting with each other how are people communicating with each other so what what we work on and, and i know colin does this too is okay let's let's use your way of communicating however within this kind of system and model and, and that, that to me is kind of what is setting, you know, those new young up and comer agents apart from 
the old school way of thinking, if you will, right? And, and I think that's, that's our role here is to still give them that, you know, wide road, really, really wide road and, and, and tall curbs type thing and let them operate there within, right. you know, within their comfort zone too, right? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, the, the first mentor I had, you know, he would say to me, listen, when I started in the business, here's, here's 20 business cards and you don't get to go home unless you, you get 20 new ones. And that's, that's how it started. I think we still know today you got to talk to 20 people a day in order to do that. It's just, how are you, you going to do it? You're not going out with business cards. You know, you might be on online direct messaging, but Colin, I knew you still hit the phones. And, and even though we're hearing things are changing, you're still doing one of the, the oldest practices in the book and are still successful at it. So would you change that? Or are you going to kind of keep going the way you're going? Um, as a leader, uh, I think it's, it's important to know when trends are changing, times are changing, and when it's time to get off that train before it hits a wall, right? Uh, the writing is on the wall that, and we're seeing this every month we look at the numbers where most of the people we're cold calling, they're getting rid of their home phones. So we're seeing that and we know that it's coming. So over the last year and a bit, it's transitioning out of that. What does that look like? All right. Um, we know the big thing right now, it's social media marketing. And people who are doing that at a, at a very high level, you're spending almost the same, if not less, on that versus you know being hard on the phones. So it, it, right now we're just transitioning over because all the signs are leading to that this is not going to be around forever. And if we you know stay within that zone, we're going to become extinct like the dodo bird, right? I hear that. Well, and you know we haven't even we haven't even talked about it. What's your production level like? Where are you at as far as volume goes in in twenty twenty? Twenty twenty, we're should end the year just under a mil uh, as a team. And that's uh, gross, gross commission? Gross commission. Gross commission. Um, obviously, we're not, we haven't hit our goal. However, this is still one of our best years yet. Hearing a lot of that, and, and you know, maybe it's the, it's the personnel that we're bringing on the podcast, and I don't know that anyone has come in and said they're having a worse year. What's... What are you attributing that to? The, I would even say it's because of our circle that is what we're hearing. Okay. Because everyone in our circle continues to push and you know, encourage us to grow and push us beyond our limits, we're going to see that. And everyone in our circle are, are going to continue to have their best year yet. Right. I'm doing interviews for agents to be a part of the team and sometimes the interviews are lasting two minutes or a minute and a half. Well, because of COVID and I'm like, okay, COVID birthday was the 17th. COVID is a year old. When are you gonna stop using COVID as an excuse? So those conversations, they end very quickly. It's like, okay, you're having, you're telling me you haven't done anything all year because of COVID. And everyone in my circle, they've doubled their business. There's no way we can be in business together. So, so you're, you're being specific and choosing 
who gets access into your world and and it starts by by not going on the negative space is that right absolutely um you are the average of the five people you surround yourself with the jim Rohn quote right um so many great uh speakers now they've said that on many different levels um this is someone that it's going to be a part of our business. It's not my business, our business. Right. We're going to be in the trenches. We're going to build and grow. And if the first thing you can look at are the negatives that came and you didn't overcome this in any way. Okay. So COVID hit, how have you developed yourself? Oh yeah. It was so hard. It was depressing. Okay. It's even worse, man. Get off the phone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can I can speak from personal experience that you've done that to me. We've had these conversations, <laughs> Gary. I'm sure you're in the same boat. You get on a call with Colin, you think it's going in one direction, and Colin just goes, "Enough's enough." <laughs> That's awesome. There's not a lot of room for failure in Colin's life. I love it. <laughs> no, the, the bar is up here and, and, you know, you need the high pole to get over it and call it. Yeah. I, I love it. That's incredible. Yeah. Gary, how are you, how are you handling it? Let's, we heard enough from Colin already. Let him go, he'll keep us going, but what are you doing in your world? Well, it's so interesting, right? Cause obviously a, a large part of my role in leading the brokerage is attracting talent to our brokerage. And, and, uh, you know, I get to talk to some pretty amazing talented agents from, from outside our brokerage. So I do get to, uh, see the mindset of where people are out, outside of our circle. Right. And, um, you know, you're looking for those golden nuggets or those rock stars, but on the on the same token, you are seeing a lot of uh, I don't want to say negative talk, but just you know, perhaps perhaps an individual has got caught into a circumstance or an environment that doesn't allow them to succeed or, or grow, and and so we're having those types of conversations. What would it look like if you were in a in an organization that that encouraged you and pushed you and, and moved you forward like that. And, and that's where I find a lot of my conversations happening right now, because, you know, let's face it, not everybody, not everybody reacted the same way when, when COVID first hit and so forth. And as Colin said, that's yesterday's news. It's how we're, how we're reacting and what are we doing today? But some, some, some organizations haven't been able to move from that. And, and I feel my responsibility is to show them there is an opportunity and a way to move forward. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. And, you know, funny, I had an agent I was talking to last night and, and they brought up this specific thing and, and they found a new circle in their world. Not entirely sure what that's going to look like for them, but they, they made a mention and they said, you know, Andre, we saw a change in you a few years ago. And I can almost pinpoint it with the people that are around me. And, you know, he, the, the agent said, I didn't understand it. I didn't get it. He, you know, out, out of the blue, it's like a switch turned on. And your production went up, your mindset changed, and you started pushing in this direction. And, and then I guess he found his new tribe or circle, and he's going, I get it now. Who, who you're surrounded with actually makes a difference in where you're going to go. But one of the things I keep hearing is, okay, so I got my tribe, and my tribes for today. And we're building and we're doing. And in five years from now, do I replace the tribe? Do I grow with the tribe? Like, like what do you guys think around stuff like that? Because I hear it all the time, you know, I, I had this tribe and we grew together, but now everybody else is comfortable. Do I leave my tribe? Do I stay with them? Like, what do we do? Gary, go that, 
Okay, because <laughs> I think you know where my answer might be. He's heard it. He's heard it a hundred times. Um, and and we, Colin and I often have this opportunity to share the specific story. And 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 there was a, a, a our, our friends, our best friends, my wife and I. There, you know, there we had a tribe, and we we in a sense walked away from that because we didn't realize at the time, but it was holding us holding us back. And and like perhaps you said, you can almost pinpoint the day of when things started moving, and and for, since that time, it's our business, our lives, our relationships have have moved in a positive direction tenfold. So, so and, be willing to make change. Is that what I'm hearing? Sorry, be willing to make a change. Is that is that the the, the moral? Is that what we're getting at? Yeah, I think so. You know. You, you, don't be afraid to let go of great relationships that you think are great and and perhaps are affecting you in a negative way um and and continue to look to add to that tribe and sometimes you know sometimes you got to make those tough decisions yeah yeah what i'm going to add to that uh Gare, and i'm glad you you choose to to share that story there um you know if you're the smartest person in the room you're in the wrong room right and we've heard that number of times and different versions of it, but it's so true. However, as leaders, it's our goal, it's our duty, it's our responsibility to help the people in that room grow. So that they're growing with us. And so and some points or sometimes we're allowed to, to, to grow and we raise that lid together. But it, Sometimes you have to make those hard choices to stay, you know, I'm willing to go to the next level. It's like playing Super Mario. You know, you're comfortable at level three. You're the only person that wants to go to level four and your gang is like, no, I like going from one to three. Okay, guys, I'm gonna show you how to conquer level four. Let's do this. No, I'm good at level three. All right, bounce. bye, I'm gonna bounce, right? So it's going to be that. It's our responsibility, duty to show the people around us how to get to that next level. If they don't want to, they refuse to, they're not willing to change, you've got to change your rooms. Well, and, and I would add even to that as we're talking about the game, right? you, you got to treat it that infinite game, right? We're not, we're not getting a level eight or world eight in Mario and, and we're done. You know, we, we got Bowser, we got the princess, see you later. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> we got to keep going. Right. And, and I love that you use that analogy because I, you know, I felt that when I had a misstep last year and it was, it was a business misstep we were going through and we kind of stubbed our toe, fell a little bit and had to go back to the drawing board. And my coach used exactly that example where he said, Andre, it's like you're playing Mario. He goes, you didn't die. He goes, you just went back to the checkpoint. And it, it blew my mind in that moment because that is sort of, you know, how we're looking at our businesses is we're climbing the ladder, we're going through the stages, we're, we're following the model, there's a way to, to, to get to the finish line, so to speak, or to the next level. And but we're going to fall, right? We're going to take missteps, we're going to take miscues. Um, how are you guys handling that sort of stuff? You know, call it I know you're ignore it and move on. But so I'm not even, this isn't even really a question for you. <laughs> but before we even get to that, Andrew, before we even get to that question, and please don't forget it, you know, because uh, you've done a lot, your world has changed a lot during COVID. 
Um, so why don't you share that with us and your audience? Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we went through and we, we purchased the market center, um, became an operating Why is the market center drew COVID? <laughs> you got <it> crazy. <laughs> Who does that? I started my real estate career in a recession. So, so first of all, I it like makes sense. I, I like to do things unconventionally. When everybody's running away from it, I'm running to it. And that's always been the way I've operated. So when we were doing this and, and we started hearing about COVID, I actually got excited because I knew I was exactly where I was going to be. And if this is the, if a world pandemic is the hardest thing I'm going to have to deal with and come out successful on the other side of it, there's nothing that's going to hold me down. It was March 13th, Colin. I remember the day specifically it was our awards gala. We signed the last piece of paper, the money went around, all that stuff happened. And on March 16th, I got up and I heard Trudeau's going to close the profits. And that was a Friday. The stock market <laughs> that day. I remember that day specifically. It was a Friday. I was like, oh my gosh, I've lost so much money. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so my, my first day on the job, first day on the job, we got the team still going and I come in to run in the brokerage and Trudeau gets up and says, we are going into lockdown. Doug Ford comes on and says, you know what? We're shutting down the province. <laughs> so I took the plan and I threw it out. I threw it out, but, but we, sorry, I took the, the notes and I threw them out. I kept the plan and we went back to the team and we went back to leadership and we said, listen, we're not going to change anything. COVID's here and we understand that it's here. We understand that it's real but the goal isn't going to change. And then we just stuck to it. We stuck to the plan, the plan that was devised. We didn't deviate from anything. And we're looking at the numbers. We're doing budget forecasting right now in all our businesses. And we too are having one of our best years in every single category. So how, how are you doing all of this where you're running a brokerage? You just purchased this brokerage. You're running that brokerage you're running your mega team. How are you doing all of this during COVID and still having your best year yet? Well, you know, leadership is, is one of those funny things where you can choose to lead and do it all. And, and we know, you know, as high D's, if you've done your disc profile, if you haven't done one, do one. High D's, we like to put our head down and run through walls. And what, what my crew around me has been teaching me and, and Colin, you're a part of that circle, is how to lead through others. And so when, when it hit, I didn't, I didn't look and say, okay, this is all going to fall on me. I looked at my team of leaders and I figured who are the who's that are ready to stand up and to go to war with me. And that's literally how we looked at it. We said, you know, March 16th, we are, you know, strap the armor on, we're going to war and who's in for the fight. And then we looked at our activities and we said, okay, the activities aren't going to change, but what is going to change is, are we going to do more? Are we going to double down? And I asked everybody a simple question. I said, are you willing to do two or three times the amount of work to get the same result as 2019? And they said, what? And I said, are you willing to work twice as hard just to hit 2019's numbers? And they all said, yes. So we're in lockdown and we're sitting at home and everybody's panicking. And we were one of the first organizations on both the market center and the, the, the team level to start adopting the care calls. We were on that thing right away, calling our clients, calling our agents, saying, hey, how can we help? 
Because what we know, law of reciprocity and coming from contribution, the more I give, the more I get. And so we just stayed there. And we gave, we did Popeyes, we were dropping groceries off, we were getting gift cards for people. We did everything that we could to help. And we actually didn't make the focus selling another house, we just made the focus taking care of our people. And so the minute that we were deemed essential, our clients rallied around us and said, hey, we see what you guys are doing, and we trust you, and if you can keep us safe, we're ready to buy and sell with you. And then the agents pivoted as well in the market center. And, and KW being KW, I mean, we haven't even talked about all that we have available. KW pivoted at a massive level and, and really poured in us as agents. And we just started plugging everybody into that and, and it worked. Now, it didn't work for everybody, right? I still have agents that are telling me they've done no business. They, they didn't pivot, they didn't do this, they didn't do that. And that's when we go back to that sort of statement, your hustle is your habit. I'm going to frame that and put that on my wall. I need you both to sign it for me. That's a, that's a joint effort. But we started looking at the habits of those people. And we started realizing that when CERB kicked in, they were making more money on CERB than they were in their real estate career. So they were happy. And it's unfortunate because CERB's not coming back. If we go into another lockdown, we don't have that kind of money in this, <laughs> this country to support another CERB. So they better get up and start to invest in themselves and start to drive. And so that's, that's really all we did, right? We, we, we stayed to the goal. We didn't deviate. We, we doubled down on our activities. We kept our eye on the prize. And I mean, our organization, we're, we're over 1 mil. We're, I think we're 1.45 uh, mil in GCI as an organization. The market center is showing more profit than it did in 2019. We're net positive in recruits. And so it's really just that, that, our habits didn't change. We came, we got up every day at the same time. We kept our routine the same COVID or not. We kept our routine the same and we went to work. Yep. Nobody's paying our bills, right? I mean, we don't have that luxury that, that people are paying your bills. We just had to go to work. And what was cool to see is the agents that did that, the successes that they're having, right? We have people, like we have an agent right now. He, she, he and she, two agents, doubled their business, 200% growth in their business in a global pandemic. And they weren't slugs to begin with, right? They were doing a really good business to start. And now they're doing, you know, 300, 400, 500 in GCI in a global pandemic when everybody else is, is putting their feet up. I love that. <laughs> I love it. We, uh, we I think every every office may have a similar story, although when I say every office, I truly do mean this, and, and, and you know as well as I do, I, I, I just love what KW has done to support us as agents over the last nine months, even, even going forward, all the, all the tools that they're offering us going forward, and I used this analogy yesterday, and someone, an agent from another brokerage was almost almost was at that complaining point i've had to do double the amount of work to do the same amount of business <laughs> and i stopped her i said i love it yeah let's just change that mindset because that market share that you kept and took you'll never lose right and and i think that's the important aspect of it right that people tend to forget about yeah. you know no it's good well, stuff it's that conversation right i mean when when you're when you're listening to that and, and we're all get the privilege and the honor to get that from kw but if you're not hearing that or you're not talking to someone thinking the way that you're thinking and going that's that's an 
honor that I get to double down and take market share this year. You didn't have to, right? I could have stayed where I was, had a, had a light year. That's the thing. I've talked to several agents that are having down years and they're happy. And, and you go, how could you be? Well, I'm home more. And they've pivoted in their families and things like that. And that's great as well. No matter how you look at the pandemic, there's a positive there. You either got to spend more time with your family. Maybe you spend more time with your kids. Maybe you're reconnected with your, your spouse or, or, you know, maybe you didn't. Maybe, you know, a lot of COVID divorces are going out too. <laughs> either way, if you think you're winning, you're winning. <laughs> you're winning. That's right. <laughs> I love that line. You just can't think you're losing, right? So, yeah. I love it. I love it. Colin, you're having, you're having one of your best years. You mentioned that as well. What's 2021 going to look like for you guys? Gary, you as well. I know we want to hear about the Market Center as well. But what's 2021 looking like? For us, it, it's our focus for 2021 is growth. Um, what got us to this level is not going to take us to the next level. And we're looking at, you know, who are the people that are missing in our world that will, you know, that we can partnership with, that we can grow with, you know, to, to help take us to the next level. So that's our main focus right now, looking at building relationship with people, um, individuals who are, you know, hungry, who has that hustle who has that smart, not necessarily IQ, but EQ, you know, who has that grit that they're not going to give up easy, right? Those are the people we're looking to partnership with, uh, partner with, get in business with, so we, we can grow uh, our company and create something massive for everyone that is a part of the team. Our goal is to create millionaires by end of 2021. Wow. So, so you're not dialing down. You're actually scaling up and Absolutely. continuing to push harder. Absolutely. Wow. Good for you. All right, now, are you, are you treating the pandemic as if it's still going to be here in 2021, or are you just ignoring it altogether, staying focused on what you need to and keep going? The pandemic has taught us, uh, you know, there are different ways to do business, right? So, and I, I don't necessarily want to use the word pivot, but I, I will because I feel like it's so overused. But um, yes, it's just, it's allowed us to look at different opportunities, you know, to say, okay, us being on the phones, our goal was to switch over within the next 12 months. Now we're saying, okay, how can we switch completely within the next three to four months, right? So it's forcing us to, it's allowed us to re-examine our business and put those changes in place that will take us to the next level. So even if the pandemic is still here next year, our business and the changes that we're making today ultimately will make us better agents and better business owners. I love that. I love that. Congrats. Good for you. Gary, what, on the market center side of things, same, same thing? You know what's funny? It really is. Uh, Operating a, a brokerage, and, and you're, I'm sure you're starting to see this, Andre, is the thought process and the business plans and the actions are the same. Yep. The conversations are just slightly different, but they are still, 
it's still the same concept. And of course, you know, from, from one hand, we're always looking to add talent to our brokerage. Um, on, on the other side, we're always looking on ways to add value to our agents that are already here. And how to, as, as Colin said, how do we support them in creating millionaires, right? And, and, and teaching them and showing them and, and more importantly, modeling the ways to do it. Um, it, it, it doesn't change. The only thing that changes is now the decisions we make don't affect the four or five people on my team. They affect the two, 300 people around me, right? So it's a little bit uh, different that way. However, um, it's still, it still comes down to how many people are you talking to every day? Because obviously that leads to an appointment, which leads to the listing, which leads to the sale. Well, in, in our, in my world, the, the appointment leads to another appointment, which leads to a great agent joining our brokerage, which creates momentum, creates all sorts of great opportunities for that agent and so forth. And, and it's, it's really the same, just doubling down and doing more of it. So we continue to continue to grow. Yeah. Well, and, and that word, right? Growth. All right. We've heard it a couple of different times today. Colin, you and I are inundated on the word growth every single week we talk about growth 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 right so i think that's the message right is is you're either growing or you're dying pick one yeah, yeah. there's no in between right anyone that's telling me we're gonna stay where we are next year <laughs> you're dead you just don't know it as yet it's <laughs> <laughs> that sort of your what does what gary say you're we you're losing so slowly you still think you're winning yes I like that one. Yeah. One of my favorite lines of all time. And, and it goes back, you know, I, someone said to me, how could you have a better year? And I said, because we built our business in the shift and Colin, it was, it was when we met the, we, Colin and I met in an airport, looked at each other. Hey, I think I know you. I think I know you too. Is <laughs> yeah. your name on? We should be friends. <laughs> <laughs> and we, but we were coming back from family or family reunion. And the message at that family reunion was there is a shift coming. Build your business as if it's always in a shift. Because it really is, whether it's shifting up or shifting down, it's, it's always a shift. And so we came back and we, you know, we looked at that and, and started implementing all the models out of the shift book as we, we looked at our organization. And we wanted to essentially shift proof our business. Were you guys doing stuff like that? Are you teaching shift right now, Gary? What's, what's the message around that? Yeah, the, the message is protect your business, right? And, uh, it, the, you know, it's, it's always the same type of language. No matter, you know, no matter like a couple of years ago, everyone was a rock star, right? You know, three or so years ago. And, and the neat things that we learned, you know, in, in 2018 and, and thereafter was you, you got to go after it. You really got to go after it. And it was, it was neat because we could almost have that same conversation back in April. Right. You, you want this, you got to go after it. And uh, it's, it's, you know, providing the right tools. We, we, we always look at, okay, what, I'm sure you guys do this too. What's been the results of our agents? Are we taking more listings? Are we getting our, is our volume increasing? Are we selling more and the productivity is going up or are we, are our listings staying on the market longer or by, you know, all those different metrics and okay, if that's the case, what training, what training is required to, to solidify some of these things so that we're always looking at stuff like that, right? 
Yeah, no, that's that's really good. Colin, what about you guys? What are you guys doing? If we're being purposeful, right? Um, we're 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 being purposeful, uh, and as in, like we've all we've we've already started planning for for 2021, right? Because 2021 for us started November 1st, because any business that we write now, it's a rare that it will close in 2020. So a lot of our efforts now, it's okay. At the end of 2020, how much monies are we gonna have in the bank for the team already? Right? So if nothing happens, you know, we got global pandemic. There's, you cannot leave your home for the year. We know that there's X amount that are already happening there. And if we can add 20% of our goal before the year even starts, we're winning. So that's the focus right now is in, and building a business, um, shift happens and it's always going to happen right but it's building a business where you're you're shift proof and you're 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 protecting the business now what can we do to be bigger better stronger you know and if we don't know how we can operate in that environment let's reach out to people who've gone through this before don't forget i'm in the business only six years right there's a lot of stuff I don't know. So this is where I'm reaching out to people like you, Andre. You've gone through this before. Tell me more about it. What have you done in the past that has worked? Um, for me, that is how I learn. I'm not going to be going out there making all these mistakes because it's going to be costly to my team. It's going to be costly to their family and my family. Yeah, no, just call me. I've made them yeah. all. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> So there you go. I got them all for you. Well, and, and you know, it's funny because the, the last thing I kind of wanted to touch base on is, you know, a lot of agents listening right now, whether internationally, globally, um, they're not hearing that the real estate market is going to change. Now we have that inside track. You know, we know what Zillow wants. Zillow wants us to have an app. We get a message, go open this door. You get a couple hundred bucks and they keep all the commission. And they're trying to Netflix us or Uber us or, or you know, whatever they're going to call it that they want to do to the real estate industry and, and make real estate agents basically irrelevant to the process. Yeah. Now you're building a big, big business calling you entertaining that, or what are you doing to make sure that in 10 years from now, Campbell and co is still going to be here. Um, Campbell real estate team still going to be kicking. What are you doing around that? Relationships, right? You we're working on building that relationship. Um, I sent a message to one of my clients. She's a client of uh, four or five years now, uh, ago, and it was a happy birthday message. You know, S sent her the text at 4:30 in the morning, and she responds, "Oh my gosh, I don't know how you keep up with all of this." <laughs> she said, "But to get a message from you." knowing that you still remember my birthday. We did a transaction four years ago. This means the world to me. Obviously, I called her later in the day, found out how was the family, how was the cottage. You know, we talked. Zillow, Uber, whoever, they can't replace that relationship. So for me to 
keep those clients and keep those people within my circle, I have to build strong relationships. I need to continue to pour into them. I need to make those deposits. So when it comes time, they're not going to be, you know, I would say uh, distracted by the flashy and shiny objects, right? They know we have a relationship. They know I care about them and their family. And so when, when that time comes, it makes business easy. Okay. So you're focusing on, on your database. And, and I can speak to that with you, Colin, because I challenged you in 2019. I was like, man, look at your massive database here. How many, how many times you talk to them? Not enough, Andre. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's probably more important, like you said, now than ever to, yep. to develop those relationships. Now, you mentioned, you know, you're making deposits. What, what do you mean by that? It's in, in every relationship, we, we need to look at it uh, as almost a, a, a debit card, a bank account. You know, your relationship with, you, with, your, with your wife and your family, you know, are you making those deposits where you're spending time with them? You're taking them on vacation. You're buying your wife flowers just because it's Tuesday, right? Or guys, we're going to take a road trip or we're going to do stuff that we all enjoy. Right. So now when you're ready to make that withdrawal, babe, for the next three weeks, because I just purchased a company in the middle of COVID, I have to go hard at this. I might be here, but I phys- mentally, I might not be here as well because I'm so distracted. So when you're ready to make that withdrawal, there's enough in the bank. So even if you withdraw, you know, X amount, it's still enough remaining. So I look at relationships where I'm always making those deposits. So if at any time I make withdrawals, you know, I'm not going into, into the red. Okay. That's, that's interesting. I know, I don't know that I've heard it put that way before that meant that makes perfect sense. Give more than you take. Yes. All right. What happens when you hit a negative balance? <laughs> Get out of my face. <laughs> I told you last week. <laughs> Stop calling me. I actually, Colin and I were laughing. I was telling him a story yesterday. I, I reached out to an agent a couple of weeks ago and, uh, you know, start the conversation and create a relationship. And, and he just flat out said, ah, I don't want to be recruited. I'm not looking to come and move. I'm like, no problem. Okay. You know, we, we have a little chit chat. And then, and then last week I called him again and he sent me a text. Yo, did you, did you, did you call me by mistake? Cause my answer is still the same. And my, my total response was, and it totally shifted the conversation was, Hey man, a lot can happen in a week. I'm just checking in. <laughs> <laughs> LOL, right? And and he actually called me back to say, yeah, that's pretty good. That was good. That was a good, was one. good one. But yeah. now I got a relationship, right? It's just well, just having fun with it sometimes, and and take it outside the box, and you just never know, right? Well, I think it's 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 interesting because you know it's probably more now than ever that that word relationship is probably the most important thing. Our team's hashtag is is you know relationships that matter. And we've always surrounded ourselves with that, right? Create relationships, build with your, your people around you, bring them close. And then we saw that in COVID. And I think that's one of the things when people talk about why are we having the year we're having? That's why we're always in relationships with our people. We've always continued to, to be there for them, whether they were buying with us or, or not, we stayed in relationships. So that's, that's funny that you heard that. 
are you gonna are you gonna get that recruit? They, they'll probably listen to this someday, and, and this will be that pivotal moment. <laughs> yeah. I was that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's that whole story, right? We we all know this with databases, and and uh, you know, d- depending on who you talk to, a database is your data bank, all that kind of thing, right? And um, you know, if you're not talking to them, somebody else is. Yeah. Right. So it doesn't matter whether it's another agent or a listing that you've been trying to get for the last year. Keep, keep talking. Keep talking. I love that. I love that. Okay. Before we end today, you know, we always ask final tip of the day. What's something that our listeners need to hear from you? What do they need to know in order to continue to build their business or to grow their business? Okay. So I'm going to go first. So I get, I got first crack at it. And it just kind of hit me when. You... But now, before you do, if you might drop it again, Colin, are you out or are you gonna? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna log off like right away. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. All, right, all right, Gary, no pressure. So okay, we've we've over this conversation, we talked about it, and some different conversations we've had outside of here is you know, we we had to double down this year. We had to do twice as amount of work to do the same, roughly the same amount of business at the very least. And, and my thought when we were talking about that is, that's awesome. What if we even tripled down? What would that look like, right? What if we even went that, you know, you're on your last breath or that last push up, and the guy says, two more, two more, and you actually go and do that two more, what would that look like, right? Just, just keep pushing, just keep pushing for, for 2021. Wow, I love that, I love that. And that is a mic drop. Colin, you gotta, you gotta come in now. It's a half a one. No, that's a good one. Just do it. Just do it. No, that's, that's great, right? What if you did more, right? And I love that analogy, right? I mean, I've had a personal trainer before. Hopefully, he never listens to this. And, you know, he's screaming in your face, one more! <laughs> and you're gassed. You know, the bars about to fall on your chest. And, and you squeeze it out. And, and what he always used to say to me is, Andre, that last set, that last two sets, that, that moment when you were about to quit and you just gave it that little bit more, that's the growth. Yep. Yeah, and well, that's effectively what you're talking about right now is, is, yeah, you know, double down to hit the same result, but just do a little more. And that's where you're going to take market share and grow your business. That's awesome. Love it. My, my, la- my last word of advice is uh, trust the process. Uh, trust the process. Um, you're going to go out there. You're going to plant that seed every day. You're going to water it. You're going to, you know, take till it. You're going to take care of it. You're not going to see the results immediately. You know, could you imagine if a farmer did that? Planted a seed, water it, and like, what the heck? I can't have corn? Where's my tree? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, like, where's the corn? Trust the process. Do the things that require. The business will come. And now you trust the process and you, you know, 10x it. Now, what type of life does that create for you and your family, right? You wanted to hit a goal of a million, like Gary's saying. You know, let's aim higher. Is it 300, sorry, 100,000? Is it 300,000 now? Or let's 10 exit. Is it a million? Right. You fall short at, you fall short at 600,000. Are you a failure? <laughs> <laughs> My bank account would say no, right? <laughs> so... Uh, trust the process, man. Well, I love that you said that, right? I mean, it's business planning season. And, and I had someone when we were talking in business planning, they said, you know, we're doing the someday goal, the five-year goal, and, and we're working it out. 
And they said, you know, when you did your five-year goal, I mean, our team's five years old uh, on December 16th. We are exactly where we said we were five years ago. Pandemic didn't matter. Shifts didn't matter. Changes didn't matter. Agents coming and going didn't matter. We stuck to the process and the plan. And five years later, we're exactly where we said we were going to be five years ago. So, so I love that. That's really cool. All right, guys. Andre Chin with the Real Estate Hustle Podcast. You can find us on Instagram. We're on uh, Facebook as well. Gary and Colin from the Not So Black and White Podcast as well. Great show. Give them a follow as well. Give that a listen. Guys, you're on Instagram. You're on Facebook. Any additional ways for people to get a hold of you, Gary, if they're looking to get in the market center or Colin, if they're looking to join the team, how do we get a hold of you? Yeah, for me, reach out. Uh, best thing is uh, my email, mcgowan at kw.com. Nice and easy. Or Instagram, Gary A. McGee. Love it. Love it. Colin, how do we get a hold of you? Uh, Facebook, Instagram, just any social media, Sir Colin Campbell. Sir Colin, all one word. Um, the next time we have you, we're going to deep dive into the Sir. Yeah. Most of you guys don't know, Colin's running around with this Sir Colin Campbell. You need to address me as royalty because I am this freaking Colin Campbell dropping the full title of my name. I gotta say, I'm a bit ticked off when you first introduced me as Colin. Who the hell is this guy talking about? Am I on the right show? To, to redo the, you know, what we're going to do, an outro as an intro. <laughs> Guys, we have Sir Colin Campbell with the Real Estate Hustle Podcast. <laughs> I love it. Thank Andre, you. Always a pleasure chatting with you, man. Well, uh, love what you do. Uh, love that you're a part of my circle. You continue to push, push me to grow and build a big world. I thank you for that, man. Thank, thank you both. You both have been instrumental in my growth and, and to get to this point. I love chatting with you, hearing all the, the stuff you guys are doing. It's so amazing to me that we're all still here. We're all still fighting. Um, I love it. Real Estate Hustle Podcast, guys. Check it out. And the Not So Black and White Podcast. We'll give these guys a listen. And thank you all for tuning in. All right.